Hi friends, it is just me today, it's just autumn, and I'm, I'm here to do a little solo, and I think it's going to be kind of like a little mini, a mini vlog, a mini diary session with just me. I want to start by saying, first of all, thank you to everyone who listens to this. It means so much to me and Jordan, and we have been having so much fun this whole last year working on this and it's allowed us to talk to such amazing cool people and like connect with people and meet friends and it has just been so fun and comforting to know that people resonate with the way that we're feeling and it's okay to not have your shit figured out and to have no fucking plan and even though 24 sounds scary and old and my brothers, my little brothers, like to remind me that I'm almost a quarter of a century and that I am way fucking older than them. 24 is actually not that old and it's okay to not have your shit together and to still have no plan. So yes, 100% thank you. Thank you a million. If you guys are liking what we're putting out there, would love to hear from you guys. We love getting reviews. We love getting DMs comments like anything you're wanting to know about us learn about the way we tackle life or people you want us to interview and topics you want us to talk about like please always reach out we're more than happy to chat and and want to mainly i had two goals of this solo episode and the first was to remind everyone that i don't have my shit together and the second is to talk about how I'm dealing with that. A lot of people in my life, acquaintances, friends, coworkers, the general community, people listening to this podcast might think that I am very put together and have a lot of things figured out. And just because it presents that way and just because it seems like things are going really smoothly and perfectly, it's, you know, reminder that things aren't always what they seem and that you know, it's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster year for me. Like I've I've been I've been saying that I feel this frontal lobe forming hard. And it's brought a lot of excitement, a lot of joy, and also a lot of confusion and doubt and fear and anxiety. And so it's been overwhelming sometimes, but I think overwhelmingly good and overwhelmingly sad and lonely. It's it's multifaceted it's many things at once things can be good and bad at the same time and I think everyone has their own internal struggles in the way they handle things and I think for me part of it is I am a deeply deeply feeling person so when I have a good thing happen or a bad thing happen it just hits me like a ton of bricks and so it's it's a lot for me I'm very sensitive and like I've talked about in other episodes of the podcast, it's something that I love about myself, but it's also something that, you know, makes life harder for me sometimes. But it's also a core part of me that has made me a better friend, a better girlfriend, a better daughter, a better sister. Just I show off better because I'm deeply feeling. And sometimes it comes back to bite me. And sometimes, like tonight, you know, I might have to uh, cry in the shower cry while I journal, cry it out. Like that's just 
how it is sometimes. Not every day or every month or every week is is going to be perfect, but there's definitely moments within all of the negative. There's light within every darkness. Sometimes I have to remind myself that when I wrote my uh, college essay to get into USC, I basically just wrote about how I had no problems in my life and how that was that in itself was a problem because I couldn't relate to people on the level that I wanted to. And then sometimes I feel like life is just like, boom, like you fucking got what you wanted. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) So sometimes I regret that, but also the essay got me into USC. So, uh, so it's good. Back to the main content of this episode. I, again, I'm still working through so many emotions so many feelings, so many goals and dreams. And I'm so, I feel overwhelmed with being at this age and this place in life because it's kind of like a turning point. And it, in a way that I see a lot of people around me like really honing in on their career and getting promoted and loving what they do. And some people are moving to Europe for their jobs and just like tackling like the world by storm and and I just feel like there are so many possibilities for things that I want to do and so many opportunities in ways that I could take, you know, my dreams and achieve them. It's a bit overwhelming and it's hard to pick. And sometimes I just stall instead of picking. So I'm basically, you know, using this like holiday season, this new year planning vision board building dreaming I'm taking like a week and a half off of work and just in general for the holidays and I'm very much going to get serious and sit down about what I want how to get there and taking steps to become that person to accomplish my dreams to be satisfied in my career and and if I want to go back to school like making a plan to go back to school now and not putting it off for whatever reasons like I need I'm basically just making 2023 the year of no excuses and it's gonna be like a planning tactical like figure it out and then make moves kind of year I think the first two years out of college for me oh my gosh I'm sorry my cats he's gonna meow probably were very much like figuring it out years I was very depressed for the first year and struggling with this like I don't have my friends in the same place anymore and you know everything in my life changed all at once and so the first two years I gave myself grace as like an adjustment period and it's okay that we don't love our career and it's okay that we're putting off going back to school like we always wanted to do because we're just trying to figure out how to navigate life as an adult and how to take care of myself and how to pay my bills and eat healthy and work out and make sure that I'm nurturing relationships around me. I was kind of just using those two years as a way to like get a grasp on being a functioning adult. And now I'm in a place where I've done that. I feel good about it. But I'm like, okay, now it's time to like achieve my dreams and like figure out what those dreams are. And put energy into those. Like I can't keep putting it off for another six months. Like it's time. It's now 
it's now or never. If you, if you never, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And I don't want to get stuck in this cycle of like saying I'm going to do something when I save more money or when I do this or, you know, like I, I've found a good way to make excuses for the last two years, but I think that was because I needed to, because I needed to figure out how to take care of myself. But now I know. And there's a few key things that I have been putting time, energy, and money into in the last, you know, six weeks or so that I think are really setting me up on the right path to to do what I've set forward for 2023, to find out what I want, what my dreams are, to get sort through that childhood trauma, to get to an emotionally healthy place, to find my peace again. And so I kind of wanted to talk about those so that, you know, if anyone else is feeling the same way as me, you can maybe take advantage of these resources. So a big thing that I've been doing, I've only gone three times, but it's been pretty like impactful, is going to see a Reiki energy healer. And it has been definitely more impactful than I ever thought it would be. And I know this is super woo-woo and out there for some people to comprehend or get behind, but... If you are interested at all, I would say, you know, find one near you. Like it's, it doesn't hurt to try. The reason why I was called to do it was mainly because I, you know, reading books like, um, like The Untethered Soul or like The Body Keeps the Score, you know, I, I've realized that I hold on to trauma from my childhood I've gone to so many years of therapy and I know the root causes of my trauma. Like I understand why I have anxiety, why I'm very fearful, like why I can get in depressive states, but, and I know why that happens to me, but I can never seem to maybe like accept what happened or let go of what happened or move on from it. I just linger and harbor. And so I was hoping that seeing an energy healer would help physically relieve this negative energy that I've held on to for so long and to help kind of carry that load for me and maybe unlock something that, you know, a therapist or prescription medication hasn't been able to. I think you could think of maybe seeing an energy healer regularly in the same way as like a life-changing trip on shrooms or something like sometimes these kind of like woo-woo out there things can can do years of therapy in like one or two sessions for us and so immediately after my first session with her I noticed huge improvements because I've been having a lot of very intense stomach pain because you know I'm major worry war I hold all of my anxiety in my stomach and so I've given myself ulcers in the past and so I felt that coming on and after seeing her for one session I didn't have stomach pain until my next session like not even one day when I'd been feeling so much pain every day for months that I have had doctor's appointments and blood work done and been actively trying to work on it through like western medicine and after one session I didn't even have daily pain anymore and you know even if it's all placebo like I'll take it I don't want a stomach ache every day I don't want to feel like I'm going to pass out and throw up because my stomach hurts so much so so that was already a major win and then 
after my second session, I noticed also keep in mind that I, I space these appointments out like two or three weeks. So I have time to like sort through and feel and, you know, have good takeaways after each session. And, um, after my second session, I was really feeling like some days, very, very high energy, very aligned with my goals and what I want and who I am. And, just like reassuring that I'm on the right path and just really grateful and just feeling very good. And then, you know, the next day after feeling so high, I would feel deeply sad and alone. And that was confusing to me. And I I assumed it was because I'm like, you know, with this energy healer, like she's releasing emotions that haven't felt for a long time. And so she's helping the body release them and let go of them. And so I brought it up to her in my third session, which was last week, and she said that was very common and that it's because, you know, I feel like old trauma is being released and that it's very important that when I feel these negative emotions, I let myself feel them, cry if I need to, journal if I need to, like, just let it flow through and don't push it down. So I've just been, I've been fucking feeling it, feeling all the emotions. I haven't actually been crying but I have been you know feeling it I've been journaling I've been taking my lovely candlelit showers and just letting myself feel the sad and it's a bit uncomfortable for obvious reasons but also just because it's not like I'm feeling sad for any specific reason I can't and I I can't pinpoint any reason for it. And I think it's so natural for when you are having these negative emotions to like find the root cause and like pin it down. But I really believe that this is like childhood trauma resurfacing. And so I'm just trying to honor that, but it's very confusing and hard. And so that's kind of like a state of the union for me. But I think it's been really helpful. And I think it's helping me realign with like who I am and what I want and how to get there. So if you're interested, definitely try it out. On top of an energy healer, I recently started therapy again. So I have a new therapist and I've had my first session last Monday. I have my next session this Friday. And so that's been good and kind of a good taste of like Western medicine on top of Eastern to like round it all out get my shit together. Let's get this mental health in check. Let's get ready for the best version of myself to come. Uh, A couple other things that I'm doing to just really, you know, get out of this kind of emotional funk that I've been in and, or maybe move through it. Like, I don't think that negative emotions always come. And so these are just more tools to move through. Um, I will be doing dry January, like taking a break from drinking and maybe also a social media cleanse in January and taking a break from comparing myself to others. I think that's been a big source of my pain and and suffering, I guess you could say. It's just it's just major, major comparison and doom scrolling. Like I redownloaded Opal, which is this app that like blocks social media, which is great. And so you can't have it from like nine to five. Well, I made that my schedule. But then today I'm driving home from work and I'm at a stoplight. It's like, you know, 530. And I look at Instagram and I open this post. And the first thing I see is 
Indonesia bans premarital sex and couples living together that are unmarried and gay marriage is illegal. And so it's un, like, you know, disproportionately affecting gay couples. And I'm like, oh my God, like that is awful. That makes me feel awful. It doesn't like, that was the first thing I looked at on social media today. Like that makes me feel like shit. And then the next post is, you know, someone that is on my dream vacation that I want to be on. And then the next post is someone that just got promoted that I, that I want. Like, so it's just like constant comparing, constant negative energy that I think it's good to take a step away from and maybe to mute people or want to follow people that are posting things that make you feel negative. But I think in general, it can just be such a highly negative environment. And so taking time away from it, structured time away from it in the same way that, you know, taking a break from drinking can be very, very uh, beneficial. And then as per usual, my nighttime routine is like the one thing keeping me sane. <laughs> a candlelit shower and playing a meditation from the Calm app. It will literally change my mood drastically. And not even, even if it doesn't improve your mood, it will at the very least give you the proper environment to cry it out, to feel it out, to like feel whatever you need to feel. But yeah, those were kind of, you know, the main things that I wanted to to chat with you guys about. Like just a reminder that just because Jordan and I have this podcast and we interview people and talk about the ways that we're improving ourselves and getting our shit together, like by no means does it mean that we don't still struggle with these things. Like you know, or I'm still in the thick of it sometimes. Um, but yeah, so, so I hope this was helpful. And if it was, you know, I would love some, some messages, maybe some reviews, maybe share it with a friend if this resonates with you. You know, we're all just trying to figure it out. And if I can help any of you guys on your journey, that makes me very, very happy. So Thank you for listening. Love you all. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.